Hey, welcome back to Everyday Economics, the podcast that helps you learn about the economic world happening around you every day. I'm your host, Chris Krug, president of the 501c3 nonprofit, Franklin News Foundation. Everyday Economics is a production of America's Talking Network. You can check out all of our great podcasts at americastalking.com. And joining me as always is my friend and colleague, Dr. Orfe Devangi. He's a PhD economist. Dr. O, where are all the banks going? Could you please tell me, my friend? This is a crazy story, right? Well, it's not a story that we haven't lived before, but where are the, I feel like between 2008 and, and maybe the, the middle of the, of the last, uh, the last decade, there, there was a, a bunch of banks that just kind of went away, smaller banks, community banks. Is it happening again? It's been happening. That's, that's the problem. It's been happening and nobody's talking about it until this week. Governor Michelle Bowman, Fed governor, talking about the decline in the number of banks. And that, you know, that got me thinking. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, this is a serious issue that nobody seems to be talking about. And so I thought we should cover this issue right here on the podcast. And can we define what a bank is versus a credit union or some other like savings and loan or, you know, what, like, I mean, we're talking about banks. We're, we're talking about what amounts to be like a, a full service, a small full service community bank. Yeah, we're talking about the types of banks that, you know, that are FDIC insured, that where you go and put your money and you save your money and those banks can give you a loan if you need a loan. Yeah, that, that's the type of bank we're talking about. And those banks are declining in huge numbers. From 2002 to 2022, the number of FDIC insured banks declined by nearly half. That's bananas. Right in front of us. Right in front of us, we didn't realize, right? Like, I, I mean, you know, we saw during the, the recent banking turmoil, right? Like in March, we heard about all these banks uh, closing down and, and stuff. And we were like, you know, you started to see the headlines about the flow of depositors from smaller regional banks to larger banks, you know? And all of that has me concerned that uh, you're going to see a decrease in competition in the banking sector. And less competitive banking sector has repercussions for everybody. I mean, if you think about the kind of interest, the kind of return you're getting on your savings, well, you know, you ought to be worried. You see inflation going up and you see interest rates going up across the board, but your deposits pay barely anything. Well, you know, you should be worried. So fewer banks means less competition in the banking sector. Reduced competition in the banking sector can actually harm local communities and, 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 you know, local economies. Banks play a critical role in not only providing banking services to households, but also to provide and providing business loans, small business loans to, to those small businesses, right? The, the businesses who hire the most Americans who are out there, right? That are, you know, doing their thing on a day-to-day basis that don't have Wall Street to rely on for financing. And that's where my head is on this, right? I mean, and, you know, and that's the value of among the many. I mean, obviously, local banks employ local people. And local banks not only employ local people, they lend to local business owners or people who want to start local businesses. And I mean, it's kind of like, I don't know, is it fair to say, is it part of the economic engine? Is it something that makes America different? It's absolutely part of the economic engine. You know, without that lending to those local uh, local shops, 
small business America probably wouldn't be. I mean, I'll give you a good example. A good example is during the pandemic, it was banks that were located geographically close to businesses that were suffering, right? Like these community banks uh, that played an important role, a huge role in providing credit to help business stay, stay afloat, right? Especially through the, the Paycheck Protection Program. And so uh, without those banks, uh, a lot of a lot more businesses would have gone under and a lot of people wouldn't have never been able we, we, to find a job afterwards, right? It, they, some of them would have, lots of people would have lost their jobs instead of remaining employed through that whole ordeal that we all went through. Historically, community banks also have lower loan delinquency rates than larger banks. They, they, they know their customers really well. They can see them operating in the local community. They have really, really good knowledge of these uh, local businesses. And I would be remiss to not mention Fair Housing Month, right? And, you know, it's it's Fair Housing. April is National Fair Housing Month. And unfortunately, fewer banks means we're going to end up with, you know, more banking deserts across the country. Banking deserts, by the way, are partly responsible for why you see so many Black families that are underbanked, right, that can't get a, a mortgage because they don't have access to banking, credit, you know, and so all of those factors matter for, for home ownership. They also matter for, we just mentioned, business lending. You have entire communities where you don't have access to these resources. To, and of course, they, you know, we, we could talk about the rise in fintech, which is a great thing because it, it, it's going to help a lot of people gain, gain access, especially if their local banks are gone, right? Uh, but, you know, the, interestingly enough, in this country, you still have one in five households that are not connected to the internet at home. I think that's a crazy statistic. One in five households still doesn't have access to the internet at home. And so having a local bank is absolutely crucial. Being able to walk into a bank to get that first debit card to save, to be able to have build a relationship with that bank so that one day you are able to borrow and start a business you know, or buy a house, I think is absolutely crucial. So I worry a lot. I worry a lot about this new, uh, it's not new. I mean, it's been ongoing, but it's widely unreported. Well, I appreciate your thoughts as always. We'll we'll call it good there. And we'll pick this subject up and and many more like it uh, in the days ahead. For Orfe Devangi, this has been Chris Krug. Subscribe to Everyday Economics and dozens of other quality podcasts at americastalking.com.